Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stickers on the Mic here, end of October, Halloween weekend. Very excited to be dialing in Amber and Andrew from Fort Myers, Florida, and the Caddy Shack Cafe. Uh, Welcome. Thanks for having us. All right, let's just get right into it. Caddy Shack Cafe, where does this come from? Well, Caddy Shack Cafe, we're Southwest Florida's first cat cafe located in Fort Myers, Florida. Um, you know, for those that aren't familiar with a cat cafe, and I totally understand if you're not, uh, picture a traditional cafe when you walk in, a uh, full espresso bar, sandwiches, pastries, beer, and wine. Um, you can get something to eat, something to drink, uh, hang out. And then we got a big glass wall that's looking into a cat lounge filled with adoptable cats and kittens in partnership with our local humane society. Um, you know, you can always get something to eat and uh, watch the cats from the glass. And then if you want to engage with the cats, we work on a reservation system. Uh, we get a lot of people in the cat lounge every day. And the one thing all the cats have in common is they're all available to food, uh, for adoption. So we say you can come in, get a glass of wine, drink a beer, eat a bagel, pet a cat. If you fall in love, you can adopt them and take them home. Otherwise, you come another day, drink another beer, pet another cat, and just have fun. That's wild. Um, when did you start this? So we opened our doors June 18th of 2020, right in the middle of all of the fun. Uh, but we spent about two years prior to that in our marketing development um, phase where we traveled around to over 50 other cat cafes. Um, 50? 20. 20. Where are you? 50? Yeah, oh, five states, 20 cat cafes. There you go. Um, and took what we liked and didn't like about all of the other ones and put it into ours. We like to think we're the superior version. Um, so there are other cat cafes in the U.S. The first That's one started in California <laughs> in 2014. Uh, but they're still very far, few and far between. And the business model itself is not standardized. So some places just have a room full of cats and maybe a vending machine in the corner. And then you have ours with the full coffee, espresso, beer, and wine, uh, standalone cafe included. Right, right, right. It's like a restaurant, but then you also have, um, you happen to have cats. Although they're obviously the the feature, the marquee. Um, so... The mad cat rounds. I'm looking at the menu, folks. Um, anyway, so talk a little bit about like creating a brick and mortar. You said you spent two years doing it. So that like that puts you at like 18 and 19, 2018, 2019. Um, and then you're like, sweet, good. We got the space. We got the concept. And then wh- where were you in the stage of getting the store open before COVID hit and, you know, basically in March of 2020? Yeah, we definitely thought we would be open sooner. Um, but f- Finding a location was hassle number one. With it being a unique business concept, uh, there was a lot of hesitation. So all of that was happening before COVID, thank goodness. Um, So we found the spot, but then once we started our construction build out, we ran into all kinds of delays because of the delays related to COVID. Um, And then when we were finally ready to open our doors in June, in Florida, things were a little more relaxed, which kind of, you know, helped us. But we, we actually think COVID might have benefited us in our first year because we have that positive mission and people were looking for something for companionship and some positive way to give back. So we actually just completed our 1000th adoption about two weeks ago. So just over a year of being open, we're averaging about two adoptions a day. 
um, which is radically redefining the adoption process in our area and helping get cats out of the kill shelters, um, cats who may, may not have ever had a chance are actually getting exposure and getting adopted, which is which we love being part of. So you have no shortage of cats, though. If we run out of cats, we've done an amazing job. <laughs> no way, though, we'll run out of cats. They're just everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, that's wild. Um, was like we, you were made me think of something you said. It, it was kind of helpful for you. Um, but how, like you said, also it's unique. I'm I'm curious. How do you like do the like the the zoning or the you know the how do you like operate essentially like an animal clinic or whatever and a restaurant? Those seem like the kinds of things that don't really mix very well. We'll have to charge you two hundred dollars an hour to give you the consultation that you seek for this. Just kidding. Uh, but that is a question that we do get a lot, um, and it does right. vary from county to county, state okay. to state. Um, because the cafe and the cats are completely separated by not only a wall of windows, but also a double door vestibule system and a separate HVAC system um, with uh, pressurized air, which is an additional step that we chose to take. It wasn't required, um, but we felt that that was important. Um, That's how the food and the cats in the same place is allowed. Yeah, it's like not, it's not a thing like at all. You just navigated that to start and it sounds like you put all your ducks in a row. That's pretty cool. You we had to do a lot of educating. <laughs> I was about to say, you learned a lot. <laughs> we learned a lot, and then we educated those in our community. We started way before we opened, um, speaking with our county commissioners and doing public events where people could learn more about us and really get an understanding. Because as soon as you say cats and coffee in one place, they think there's going to be a whisker on top of their macarons. So yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, I that actually isn't what I thought necessarily. I, I just think of it from like the build out perspective and just like business, you know, uh, development side. You just you have to budget for that. It shouldn't be a surprise. And also you want to have a straight answer for people where when you're marketing it, right? Um so um a year into it, um, you know, how uh you know you got the store Right. Are people like rocking your gear? Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Shirts, stickers, obviously. Masks have been huge. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I bet. Yeah, that's um, definitely a part that we have been able to be creative with. Um, our name, Taddy Shack, is a play off the movie from the 80s, which is a golf-themed movie. Um, so we do have a golf theme in the store with a little putting green and a cat-sized golf cart and <laughs> golf bags that have been retrofitted for the cats to climb into. Um, so we've had a lot of fun with our merchandise, our t-shirts, um, our stickers sell really well. We also have, um, you know, custom cat toys and, uh, mugs and cups, all that kind of thing. Our brand has kind of become synonymous with, with fun and creative. And, and we like that we're fun, creative people. And so we like to find ways to really use that as an outlet and use it towards our benefit in the business. Yeah. Being creative is the greatest thing. Um, and that's why I like talking to people like you. What before you started doing this, Andrew and Amber, like uh, take a sec each to, to address this. Like, what, what did you have in your background that, I mean, obviously you liked cats, but, um, you know, what was the nudge to, to like go, go all in on this? Yeah. So I think a lot of people say, oh, well, you must have run a cafe before a restaurant or something. And the answer to that is not at all. Uh, my previous career was as a professional poker player. Uh, I did that for about 10 years. Uh, you know, man, like it was a cool, it was a cool life, a little out of control. Uh, it was way fun. Um, but my epiphany at the end of each day was what good am I doing for them to, for the world? You know, I'm just kind of like taking from people. And so it just, there was something that was missing from it. So I knew I wanted to create win-win transactions instead of uh, having to take from someone to win. 
And that's essentially the foundation of a business. You're creating win-win situations for people. And so I knew I wanted to start a business. I knew there had to be some sort of strong social mission. I wanted to combine it with animals because animals are just the absolute best. You want, you know, you want to enjoy what you do. Yeah. Landed on the idea of a cat cafe and it just was a golden idea for us. And we just never turned back. Hmm. Yeah. And as his fiance, I can say, um, I call him Mr. Save the World and I'm Mrs. Pay the Bills. So he has the, you know, go out and help. And I have the, let's figure out how to make logistics work. And so when you put the two together, um, I've actually worked in higher ed for about 15 years at the college level. Um, But together we've just kind of been figuring it out. The marketing piece, the, you know, running two separate businesses at the same time, basically. We have really strong partnerships within our community, which is very important to us to support local businesses. Um, We are partnered with our local humane society, which is all like where all the cats come through. Uh, so it was really important to us to not just have an impact in our, you know, our tiny little area, but far reaching and long lasting. And, and we feel like having only been open a little over a year, we do feel like we're on track to, to really do that. Is there actually like a business side of the cats? I mean, obviously the adoption process and all that, but like, do you make money off of that? I guess. I mean, like during the adoption process, we have all sorts of things that you can purchase you know, anything ah. from our, anything from our apparel to, you know, up here is a hat sure um but the have... guests do pay an entry fee to interact with the cats oh. so we we chose to donate 100 percent of all the adoption fees back to our rescue agency so that they can mm. t- continue doing what they're doing in our community mm. um, and guests pay 15 dollars for 50 minutes of interaction and that's how we're able to support all the food and litter and medicine and beds and you know all the fun things for the cats um, whereas the cafe is kind of any purchases made in the cafe or sustaining the cafe and helping a little bit. Yeah, paying the rent or whatever, you know. Keeping like the lights you got, on. Yeah, yeah, keeping the lights on and getting more inventory and marketing that thing. You know, there's a like, so you, I mean, they're the same thing, but they very much are different kind of uh, operations. Logistics wise, I mean, we receive new cats, deliveries of new cats about three times a week. So while we hate to t- refer to them in terms of like supply and demand, I mean, they are, we do receive a delivery truck of cats. <laughs> multiple times a week. Uh, How just many like cats are on this truck? Yeah, well, we keep between 20 and 25 at any time. Um, so as some leave, some more come, and we've yeah. just been cycling that way since we opened. That's amazing. Um, and you look like you got some good sponsors. And yeah, you were saying you have some fun with your you know, your brand voice. You've got the, the VIP, the very important person. Yeah. Right? It's absurdity. Um, completely absurd. I love it. Um, so, you know, you've sounds like things are clicking and, and I've talked to a lot of people who, who kind of have, you know, toughed it out in the past year. It sounds like you're thriving a little bit, which is great. Um, what are you thinking? What's next? Well, we've been expanding our special events lately. We do cat yoga, trivia night with cats, movie night with cats. We're about to do a comedy night with cats, which hasn't been officially announced yet. Um, so we're, we're going in that direction. Uh, we're getting very interested in finding other ways that we can give back to the community, whether it's through um, contributing a percentage of our sales. Um, but I don't know. We want to expand our brand. We just haven't decided if that's in the form of another physical location or perhaps some accessories or mm. you know mm. pet products, pet-related products. We've got some momentum, and we want to keep that going. So Yeah, and it looks like you're hiring, too. Um Talk a little bit about the partnership with uh, Florida Gulf Coast University or, or whatever, however that kind of functions with what you do. 
Well, so when I knew I wanted to start a business, uh, I didn't have a college degree and I thought it just made sense. I should go to the school. I was just right down the road and get a business degree. I uh, mm -hmm. just thought, why not get all the help I can possibly get? So by the time I graduated, you know, I thought I was probably going to go open a, like a sports bar or something that gave a percentage of its proceeds back to some sort of charity. Um, and then, you know, just learning about that, the process of opening a business like that through the school, they kind of guided me other, uh, into a different direction. Um, right after I graduated, uh, I was excited to be out of there. And then I just went right back. I went and hung out there. They have a school of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. and I would just hang out there all the time. And uh, I had some ideas of which business I wanted to do. They really gave me the motivation to go ahead and do the cat cafe one. Cause that, uh, that had every check mark of what we wanted to do. And I mean, they, they guided me on so many ways on, uh, mm -hmm. just starting the LLC to doing paperwork, to getting legal stuff together, introduced me to the right people in the city that could guide me on what parts of town we can open it in. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they just, they just played a huge role in, in helping, uh, one of their alumni get a business off the ground. Yeah, they actually, we have a really great program um, at that at that university. They have what is similar to Shark Tank, where you can go and present your idea to a bunch of investors um, who either can invest or give feedback. Um, so we learned a lot through that. We were the first brick and mortar attempt um, to go through the program, right? Yeah. Um, so there was a lot that even to them was unknown um, mm. in terms of helping us figure all of that out. But it was just nice to have that foundation and someone to help us help ourselves. Nice. Yeah. Um, is that the runway program that you talked exactly. about? On the, the yeah. website? That's very cool. Yeah. Um, we got a few more confused looks than we did dollars, but it was still helpful because we learned what we needed to learn to help others understand the concept. But Yeah. It was ve all validation along the way. Exactly. Like, Absolutely. Someone not understanding what you're doing doesn't mean you're not onto something. It means they might not understand anything. Right. Well, that's probably um, been one of the biggest things to us that just kind of make us smile internally when, when we used to be out and about in public and, you know, we're always wearing our merchandise or handing out stickers or whatever it is. And we would say, have you ever heard of the cat cafe? And people are like, Oh, what? And now a year later we go into the out and either our stickers are already on people's cars or we mention it and they're like, Oh my gosh, I love that place. And so we find ourselves having to explain it even less and less and less, which is how mm. we know that, that it's working. Nice. Um, well, this is all very fun and I'm glad that it's working, <laughs> you know? Uh, so uh, we appreciate you. Uh, where can folks other than like come in, down to Fort Myers. How, where can folks engage with you and, and what you all are trying to do, you know, on social media? Yeah, absolutely. We, um, we have a really fun following on TikTok, uh, where we mm. do good morning and good night videos every day and lots Cat of talk. <laughs> videos in between. Um, they get very excited when Andrew goes in for the first time every morning and he goes around and talks to every one of them. And um, they all have cute little bow ties and name tags. So you get to learn the cat's personalities. Um, and then on Facebook and Instagram, we also do, we post multiple times every day. Uh, we do live videos on the days when we get quote unquote deliveries of cats. So you get to see the unboxing of the cats. <laughs> I love unboxing, yep. but that's not what it means. <laughs> You're so, funny. so that's when you get to see for the first time. In fact, that's when we get to see for the first time, you know, whether it's an adult or a kitten or orange or black or um, the funny names that come through there. That's most of what has brought people into our social media. We have cats named traffic cone and twig and what's some of the other Budweiser. I mean, we get some pretty funny named cats. They have their own names. Yeah. They come pre-named. Okay. And 
we get to try to fit in on their name. Do cats really respond to their names though? Absolutely. They do? Okay. I'm not a cat person. I'm not really a dog person. I have three little kids and I got enough with the three of them right now, but I, we, we had cats when I was really, really little. My parents got rid of them because they just didn't, wouldn't, didn't like me. So I don't know if it's that I don't like them. I think that they didn't like me because I was the baby, but that was 40 some years ago. Um, But in the meantime, um, cat talk is something you're having fun with. I can tell just by looking at it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, one of the the major benefits of the cat cafe business model is that we don't have any kennels. There's no cages. The cats have over a thousand square feet of free roaming space on multiple levels. There's giant palm trees they can climb. There's things they can get in and under. Mm. So when you come in and interact with the cats for that 50 minute time period, you really get to see their true personality. They're not scared and skittish because you've just taken them out of a kennel. There's mm. not dark barking dogs in the next room. We're dog lovers, but. Yeah. Yeah. Bark- but like those are not literally right. their cats and dogs. You know what yeah. I mean? And like you get, you set up just looking on Instagram and like it's calm yeah. and it's chill <laughs> and it's all for them. Right. Like it, it probably helps their Absolutely. like psychology and, and their, I guess, mental health, <laughs> but like, you know 100%. what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. and we get people who come in and say, well, I have a baby at home or I have a dog at home. I need a cat that's going to do well with that. And because we're around them and we see how they interact, we're able to say this cat would do well in that yeah. environment. This cat wouldn't. So it makes a better cat to human match which then relates to less returns in the future which in the animal adoption world unfortunately is an issue yeah Um, they get get home and then they bring them back i was wondering like how much of a revolving door do you see so much less than your standard adoption really yeah that's good that's probably great for the cats and the people um yeah people went went crazy on cats and dogs during covid right i mean that inner i mean that need for that like you said companionship was probably really uh helpful for you for sure and just something fun to do something safe i mean that 50 minute reservation allows us 10 minutes between every group to re-sanitize clean Um, and get the room ready so it's a safe environment we limit the number of people every hour all of our staff and volunteers wear masks Um, so even during that time of uncertainty it was a place where people felt comfortable coming whether they were just coming into the cafe to have coffee or whether they were spending an hour in the room interacting with the cats oh yeah i guess i didn't think about it too so the fee is just to go in the room past the glass but you could just like i come with my laptop do my work and watch these cats people People, that's like people like to do that absolutely Yeah. yeah We've seen Did a lot drop of- a tip for the cats at all. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, not that they're performers, but like some yeah. of them are. Some yeah. Of them yeah. Oh, really? Like they like they'll they'll entertain you. They'll- and, you know, we have with the big palm trees and everything for them to run up and jump on. And I mean, they're they're full entertainment. We also have cat TV on the on the big screen. And so you'll see the cats up trying to catch the birds or the squirrels or whatever it is through the TV. Um, but yeah, we've seen I mean, it's a great first date place. Actually, we've seen the same guy have a couple of different first dates there over our time. But if they, if you're an animal lover it's, and that's important to you, then it's a great place to come. And if there's nothing to talk about, you can make fun of the cat with, you know, one, one ear, <laughs> whatever the situation is. That's so funny. People go on dates there. I mean, I guess. Yeah, that's great. Um, and you, of course. Uh, so real quick, other than like super punny names of the of the menu, um, talk a little bit about like the development overall of how you you created, the, you know, the, the food service side of this cafe. Like what makes it different than any other other than the cats, of course. But like what are the signature things that you find that 
you know, you're really connecting customers are connecting with. Cause I mean, I love food is great. Right. And yeah. if you get a thing that works for people, whether it's their favorite coffee drink that they're willing to spend five or six bucks on, right. That stuff's not cheap. Um, or, or whatever. Um, how have you kind of developed that side of it? We've been super lucky. We hired a wonderful general manager who is very well of, or very aware of the coffee world and mm -hmm. um, has been in the coffee industry for many years. Um, we also are partnered with a local coffee roasting company. So they locally roast um, all of the coffee. We get it fresh every week, um, multiple times a week sometimes. So it's our, we, we actually have very good coffee, which surprises people when they come in. Um, all of our menu items are catified, like you mentioned, but we're constantly changing and adding new things. Um, we have drink specials that rotate pretty much every week and are and we cha -cha. <laughs> yep. at purge. I pronounced that wrong. We have meow mosas in the morning, yeah. yoga. <laughs> you all but we really do try to cater to the masses. You know, even if you don't like cats, it's still an environment that you would be comfortable coming in because yeah. either you like golf, you like supporting local businesses, you like coffee. You know, it's it's definitely not a, a it's not exclusive to non-cat people, which was important oh. to us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people need to eat, and if the yeah. Wi-Fi is any good, that's all. You know, some oh, people. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's it. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> the Wi-Fi and coffee, and you know, a couple hours later. Um, I might still be there. Um, we're near the university, so we're able to do study packages and discounts for uh, the students. Um, airport is across the street too, very close to there. So we'll get people that are uh, waiting. Their flight's going to be in a couple hours, so they come hang out at the Cat Cafe, get something to drink. Have a few pets. Do you have like a putting competition or anything, or like do you <laughs> have the cats engage in that? Putting is uh, surprisingly very difficult in there um as long as one of the cats sees what you're doing they're that's gonna what i mean that ball you're, you're not gonna get that ball in the hole they're gonna run away with it. <laughs> they love it <laughs> that's hilarious um gosh we've covered a lot of ground um very cool story um good uh obviously you saw a market um when you were doing that speaking of the market and doing the research um you went to five states and 20 different cafes what states like who else is really doing this Almost every state has a cat cafe. Would you say every state? Of varying degrees of excellence, we would say. Um, mm. But we went to Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. There's a couple of others in Florida, all about mm. three or more hours away. Um, so we kind of stayed in this. We've been to Minnesota. Um, what other state? Anyway, up the East Coast South, for the most South part. South Carolina, North Carolina. We took one big trip and did New York. a bunch of them <laughs> all in one day. Um, but like I said, they're all very different in terms of, you know, some of them are their own rescues. They're not partnered with a rescue agency, so they're handling all those aspects. Um, some of them don't do adoptions on site at all. Some of them don't have a cafe at all. So I would say we're the, the cat's meow when you compare us to other cat cafes. Nice. Um, that's fantastic. Um, well, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks for your, uh, you know, your passion and, you know, your creativity. It's great. When are you coming down? As soon as humanly possible. Oh, <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> Do this all day. Uh, tip your felines. Hey, so you guys, uh, seriously, best of luck. Um, I do, I do love also that piece, Andrew, when you said, you know, I, I, um, I do teach, uh, in, in the, at the college level, higher ed. So like, it's just cool to see you like say, you know, I should do this and go try this. And, and, and then you follow through on it. Right. And then you're able to still like you, you all are hiring people there and then you're, they're featuring you. So like really closing it off and being an engaged student and, and trying to like learn. And then 
obviously put something to life and create is pretty, I think, admirable as well. So especially as a non-traditional student too. I mean, going back in the, in your thirties is, is even harder these days. And so that was a huge accomplishment. It's hard. It's hard to juggle. So like that, I appreciate that commitment. And, and now you guys are just having some fun, you know, I can just see from your videos and your, your branding and uh, you know, it's pretty rad. So um, everybody, out there in Podland, CaddyshackCafe.com. Okay. Fort Myers, Florida, if you all find yourselves down there. And uh, otherwise, find them all over Cat Talk. And you can find them at their handles, which are Caddyshack Cafe pretty much on all the platforms. So, Andrew and Amber, thank you for your time. Have a great Halloween. Say hi to all those cats. Are they dressing up for anything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a few surprises. Mm-hmm. You got some costumes for the cats? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, well, we say, on the show, every time, friends, we say every sticker has a story. Today's sticker, there is a cat in a hammock under a palm tree, and it represents this cat cafe in Fort Myers, Florida. And um, we will see you all next time, and we'll be keeping tabs as you all grow. So best of luck. Great. Thank you so much. Andrew, thank you. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customer sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic. 